The following podcast is sponsored by Luminary Leaders, Sadat and Associates, and Connected Women of Influence. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Shelley Harrison, and you're listening to Speaker Central. On this episode, we talk about nailing LinkedIn with my special guest and influencer, AJ Wilcox. Welcome to this episode of Speaker Central, powered by Luminary Leaders, a speaker management and consulting company specializing in representing and supporting professional speakers, thought leaders, authors, military speakers, and experts across the country. I'm your host, Shelley Harrison. Each week, I open the conversation with my guests to unravel their perspective, solutions, and get into their mindset of business. We break down their expertise to give our audience actionable steps and content to apply in their own businesses. Catch all our episodes on all your favorite podcast apps. We just added iHeartRadio, so we're excited for that. And uh, subscribe and follow us on LinkedIn, YouTube, and Facebook, and all the other platforms too, by the way. Our exciting topic today is nailing LinkedIn, nailing it. And I have an influencer, I have a guy that is just gonna give you so much insight and uh, just elevate your LinkedIn uh, capabilities. So I would love to welcome AJ Wilcox. Shelly, thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, I'm, I'm excited to have you, AJ, because LinkedIn is one of my favorite platforms and we're, gonna, we're just going to ask some questions and get into this and really give a lot of value to people that are looking to, you know, leverage LinkedIn and people that want to, you know, learn more about it. Because I think unlike Facebook, you know, people don't really know LinkedIn as much. I mean, I think, you know, and we'll, we'll talk about it, but I think it's, you know, it's a platform that more people are starting to use and, and really get into connecting and, and building their audience. And there's a lot to love on LinkedIn right now, all across the, the way. So I, I think we'll have a killer conversation. I think so too, definitely. And, you know, just so everybody knows, our audience, um, actually, AJ's company, B2 Linked, is the only agency worldwide that is a LinkedIn certified marketing partner. And let me tell you a little bit about my guest, AJ. When AJ Wilcox began advertising on LinkedIn in 2011, he quickly discovered its powerful potential for business to business, B2B, advertisers as he built and scaled the largest enterprise ad accounts. AJ was so passionate about the results he was seeing, he left his job to start B2 Linked in 2014. And we have that in common because that's when I started my company too, AJ. So a great yes. year. <laughs> Awesome. B2 Linked mission is to bring the highest performing LinkedIn ad strategies to accounts of all sizes and help get you the best ROI. ROI is what everybody wants, right? On the platform. So, you know, maximizing uh, LinkedIn. And they do that with account management as well as consulting and training. And again, AJ, I want to welcome you to Speaker Central. Well, thanks so much for having me. Can't wait yes, to jump into yes. it. Yes, and uh, the first question I want to know is, who is AJ Wilcox? <laughs> yeah, so uh, <laughs> I, I don't consider myself a very interesting person, uh, but I stumbled onto- I do, I think you are. <laughs> oh, oh, good. <laughs> I, I mean, all growing up, I, I 
had different things I wanted to do. And I was so worried when I got into college where I was like, I don't know what I want to do. There's so many different things and I'm so inexperienced in the world. I wanted to be a psychologist at one point and, uh, and an international business uh, person. And anyway, I, oh. I got into, into school and uh, I, I knew I wanted to be in the business program. And I was looking at the yeah. different majors you could have. And one of them was marketing. And I remembered watching Star Trek as a kid with my dad. And during the commercials, he would kind of pick them apart and say like, so what audience do you think they're talking to? And what do you think they're trying to say? And so I went, oh, marketing is, is commercials. That's what I want to do. So I, yeah. I jumped in and just immediately fell in love with it. Um, I'm, I'm married to my, my high school sweetheart. She and I oh. were best friends all through, all through high school. Oh, I love it. Um, oh yeah. my gosh. That is got, so cool. Yeah, I, I'm uh, so, so lucky I have her. And we've got four kiddos. We live in the state of Utah. Aww. And um, anyway, I just yeah. have really fallen in love with, in love with digital marketing. And uh, in the last like nine years, especially LinkedIn advertising and just the LinkedIn platform in general. Yes. I know you're in Utah. You've got your business. Tell us about B2Linked. Tell us what that, what kind of a company this is. Yeah. When I started the company, I, I knew I had come from running LinkedIn's largest spending account in the world. And I went, okay, I know more about this platform than probably anyone else out there. How do I share this with the most amount of people? And an ad agency or a consultancy was, was really the only model I could come up with. Uh, yeah. Even though I worked at ad agencies when I was like earlier on in my career. And I, I promised, I was like, I'm never going to work in another agency. And then I started one. Um, <laughs> but uh, it seems like the most efficient model. But uh, really, it's no matter what your company does, no matter what size you are, if LinkedIn ads is going to be an important channel, we want to be a part of it, whether it's running the accounts and ads for you, or whether it's training your team on how to handle it internally. And that's what we do. How ironic is this that, you know, as you're a young boy and just having that interest fast forward, here you are and you've got a full-blown ad agency, right? For LinkedIn and working with people, you know, businesses. And, and we'll find out a little bit more about that too. When you think of 2020, AJ, I want you to fill in the blank. This is a question I ask all my, all my guests on the show and you have to answer honestly, okay? All right, here we go. So in 2020, I'm blown away at how my agency has, and fill in the blank. Okay, it has to be blossomed. And blossomed. the reason why I choose blossom, because we took oh. a serious hit right at the beginning of COVID, like I'm sure so yeah. many companies did. Oh, yeah. And uh, it caused us to really like dig in and evaluate things. We had to lay one of our employees off, which was oh. a, a terrible experience for me. Um, and, but I chose blossom because when, when a flower blossoms, all of the pieces are there. It's, it's still yeah. the same flower blossoming and it's showing you the beauty. And that's really what our, our agency has oh. done this year. It's like yeah. all the pieces were there. We've been doing the same stuff, but just basically since COVID, um, we've just had so many new account onboards. We're making that's so much great. progress with large accounts. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's been really fun. So I want to yeah. see it keep blossoming. <laughs> yes, exactly. And just, ex you know, expanding. So what kind of companies do you, do you work with on these, you know, on the ads that you're, and, and the management that you're doing with these companies? Yeah. The important thing to know about LinkedIn ads is number one, they are incredibly targeted. We get better targeting than you can get on any other platform. We can mm -hmm. target by like, individual job titles, individual companies. We can target by you know, company size, industry, 
seniority, all that. But you should also know that they're incredibly expensive compared to other channels. You might pay one to $3 per click on Facebook, but on LinkedIn, we pay an average of eight to $11 per click. So super great targeting, but boy, do we pay for it. (laughs) So the biggest thing, yeah, go ahead. And no, and I would think that a lot of companies that, that are marketing on LinkedIn, because of course, ROI is important to, to all of us if, you know, if we own a business and, you know, the type of companies though, if you had to say, well, gosh, you know, this is the kind of, of industry that typically will spend the money, those marketing dollars on ads with LinkedIn. What, do you think there is a specific industry? Not especially industries. We find if you're trying to generate leads, and you have a lifetime value of a customer that's over about $15,000, mm-hmm. then LinkedIn ads is a, a total no-brainer. It's a slam dunk every time. It's also really good for, for white-collar recruiting, and it tends to be really good for higher education, like MBA yeah. programs that are recruiting. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. On, the, on the lead generation side, I mean, it could be B2B or B2C, as long as there's a, yeah. a, a large purchase where the relationship is key, as mm-hmm. long as there's a defined kind of uh, ideal buyer that we can access with LinkedIn's targeting, then yeah. product, service, B2B, B2C almost doesn't matter. Yeah. And you know what I love is that, and, and for our listeners, I, I really encourage you to go on LinkedIn and connect with AJ. He does some amazing videos. And, you know, a lot of it, I mean, yes, it's about, you know, LinkedIn ads. You put some stuff in there, though, that is really mission critical for businesses. If they can't afford, you know, the ads or, you know, maybe there's a little bit of tidbits. I know you gave me, um, and I have to give you kudos because when we had our, one of our first conversations, uh, you said, hey, you know, have you ever changed your your connection button with follow? And I thought, I'm, I'm not sure, you know, and we talked about it. You sent me all the information. Can you believe I picked up like probably 500 more followers and we are connecting. They're sending me instant messages for different things. And it's it's really elevated my business. So thank you, AJ, for, for giving me that. And it's a tiny little change on your LinkedIn profile, but it can have profound results. Yeah. And it seems like a little thing. And there's so many of these little things that when you understand a platform really well, and especially if you understand marketing, because marketing has not changed in thousands of years. It's still, you have to get in touch with people so that they know you exist. They Mm -hmm. have to want to be aware of you and then get interested in you and then close the deal. They want to buy from you. And so there's all these little tweaks and, and things based on every platform, but you're always going towards the same purpose. It's still the same marketing as we've always had. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And again, you know, if anybody is interested in learning more, the videos that he puts out, I think you, you put them out on uh, LinkedIn and YouTube, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's a little hard to get uh, videos that I'm really proud of to put on YouTube just because it's so much production. But uh, yeah. I've recently been investing in like uh, kind of a studio setup. So hopefully in the next few weeks, what you see behind me will look a lot more professional and I should be able to just hit record, share tips and get them right oh. to YouTube without like fussing too much. Well, I love your background because you've got guitars back there and we talked <laughs> a little bit about music. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it, it is important though, to have a production studio. I know I went from one camera on my I, you know, I have a nice, you know, big desktop. Um, and now I have a Canon camera that we're using. In fact, this is the first time I'm using it. So, you know, nice. my, my crew helped me put this up and I'm like, okay, I have to make sure this works because I'm interviewing someone that's a huge influencer on, on LinkedIn. Yeah. Well, but it's imp- great. I couldn't tell. <laughs> 
when you think of, you know, LinkedIn ads and Facebook, I know that you feel, or I've seen a couple of different things where you've posted where, you know, as far as Facebook, that ads on LinkedIn way outperform from yeah. Facebook. <laughs> yeah. And it depends a little bit on the niche because like we talked about, LinkedIn ads are super expensive, mm-hmm. but they're also super targeted. But because the, the cost is so much higher, of course, LinkedIn has priced certain people out of the market. And so yeah. that's why I say like, you got to make sure you have a lifetime value of over 15K. You know, Facebook is so good on the B2C side because when you're targeting consumers, you're more interested in their interests, uh, what they like, what they want, what they have affinity for. Mm-hmm. But when you're selling business to business, you care more about their title, their ability to purchase, uh, the size of the company, their right. authority, all that. And oh, yeah. Yeah. So if you're trying to sell B2B on Facebook, of course it can work. And I think Facebook ads should always be a part of, of most businesses advertising mix, mm-hmm. but the sales team is going to come back to you and say, Hey, we're talking to lots of, you know, mom and pops and tire kickers who can't afford us. Can we get tighter lead quality? And of course the answer is absolutely. You just do it on LinkedIn where that's all the targeting is, is who they are professionally. Exactly. And there are so many professionals and, and, and it really is a more professional platform. I know, you know, going back, I, uh, I told you I was going to share a little story and going back to my corporate world when I was in the corporate industry and people were sending me LinkedIn requests. And this is going back like almost 18 years ago or whenever LinkedIn started. And I'm like, what the heck is LinkedIn? And why do I keep getting emails from people wanting to connect? And I was really kind of irritated because I thought, you know, I was a, an executive in the banking industry and I thought, I, you know, I'm too busy. I can't be doing this social media stuff. And, you know, so fast forward now, I own my own business and I'm using it every single day, right? Wouldn't, wouldn't you agree that once, like you, you know, you started your own agency and, you know, of course you know how to leverage it and you want to nail it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I was a junior in college, uh, one of my professors said, hey, when you go out into the business world, you probably want to sign up for this network. And I was like, well, I've never heard of it, but okay. Like it's part of an assignment. I'll do it. And I mean, if you would have told me, what, what's that been 15 years ago? If you would have told me 15 years ago, like, hey, this network you're about to join is going to be like the entirety of your career and the legacy you leave, I, maybe I would have oh, taken yeah. it a little bit more seriously. <laughs> exactly, right? And it's almost like, you know, when you look back and you think, oh my gosh, you know, you had no clue that this would be the case, right? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, I would like to take a quick commercial break to recognize who our guest is today, AJ Wilcox and his business. He is actually the founder of B2 Linked and check him out on LinkedIn. Definitely connect and, you know, watch his videos. We also would like to thank our sponsors. We have Luminary Leaders, who's one of our sponsors. And we have Connected Women of Influence, which is a national organization. And we are happy to be partnered with them as as one of our sponsors. And also Sadat and Associates. And they are a business consulting company. And we've been working with Mary Sadat, their founder, for for a few years. And we want to give a shout out to, to our sponsors. Kind of going back to AJ. AJ, I would love to find out as far as there are do's and don'ts on LinkedIn. And I want to kind of pick your brain for two do's and two don'ts. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I, I think from a to-do side, I, everyone, whether you're B2B, B2C, whether you want to use LinkedIn ads or not, I, I think LinkedIn can still be valuable for every company. And so first yeah. of all, your two do's, I want you to 
go find the people that you want to be connected with, people in your same industry, past and current colleagues, and just make sure they're in your network. Treat it like, like it's your own online Rolodex of, yeah. uh, of business contacts and just make sure you get your entire professional life there because that's where, where things are going. That's the second great thing, advice, yeah. Yeah, good. And then yeah. the second thing I want to share is make sure you share on the network because before like 2012, LinkedIn was very much a job search network and that was it. Yeah, that's but, right. Yeah, mm -hmm. but since then they've come out with the newsfeed and you can share things. And what's so funny is LinkedIn is the easiest network in the world to go viral on. And the it, reason why is like <laughs> when uh, only about three to 4% of, of people on LinkedIn share stuff they create, but 100% of us need stuff in our newsfeed when we log in. So LinkedIn yeah. goes, ah, oh, not enough people are posting. How about this? How about every time someone hits like, comment, or share on one of your posts, that post mm. then is eligible to go out to some of that person's network. And so uh. now you have your followers seeing your stuff and your yeah. followers, followers, and your followers, followers, followers. Oh my gosh, that's great insight. Yeah. And how, now how about the don'ts? And I know there's okay. a lot of don'ts and a lot of do's, but we're just going to do two today. For yeah. For, for my, my first don't, it, these, these will probably dovetail together, but LinkedIn is kind of overrun right now with spam messaging. It's, it's basically people who reach out with a connection request. And then as soon as you accept that connection request, they drop a sales pitch. on. Oh, them. that is and so <laughs> aggravating. That is so aggravating. I, so I know much. that feeling. Yeah. 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 And nothing is, I take action when something makes me feel special and mm -hmm. nothing makes me feel less special than being a number to someone to oh, know that this was. thanks for pointing that out. Yes. Yeah. No yeah, one likes so to feel can, like this was copy pasted from somewhere else. Exactly. Right. And it's like, you know what? I never said I wanted to buy your product. Right. But how yeah. do we, what would you recommend to people though? And, and we'll get the second don't, but what would you recommend to people when, when they do get those, you know, unwanted messages that come through, that's just a sales pitch. Yeah, I, I would recommend just make sure that every one of your, your contacts, every one of your messages, everything that you do outreach-wise, there's a reason why people don't personalize everything because it's hard and it takes time. But let me tell you, it's yeah. worth it. Like the time you spend developing relationships is never wasted. So even though you may have some agency quoting you like very little amount of money to just spam everyone and like mm -hmm. shoot your sales pitch out, turn that away and instead just make sure that every message you do is customized um, yeah. for the person to create a longer term relationship. They're Great not point. leads, they're yeah. relationships that will be nurtured and will pay off in the future. Yes. And, and customizing, I think, the, and, and thank goodness, because that's what we do. You know, we try to customize the message. So it's pertinent to that person and, you know, recognizing maybe an accomplishment that they had or, or something, you know, just yeah. so that it softens and warms it up. Yeah. Yeah. And of yeah. course, if, if, if someone said something like that to me, like, uh, Hey, by the way, congratulations on this award you just won or something. I would know that was not copied and pasted from somewhere right. else. They exactly. actually intended it for me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I love that. And your second don't. My, my second don't is really similar. And it's just don't try to automate your social media. Uh, social media is about conversations. Uh, this is a, a, terrible, a, a terrible metaphor, but I feel like automating conversation when people can tell that they're talking to a robot or they're talking to someone's assistant, like yeah. it's kind of like pissing in your own oatmeal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at, at some point, every time someone in your network, uh, when you need something from them, they're going to go, 
oh, this is someone who doesn't actually care about me. So just make sure yeah. every touch is authentic. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I will kind of share with you that I have a disclaimer that I send out. So, and, and it's kind of a shame on you type of thing. So I let people know, Hey, thanks for your inbox message. However, you know, and it's, but it's very kind and it's gentle. And I've had people come back and say, Oh my goodness, we're so sorry. We'd love to get to know you, you know, and that, and that's where it, you know, that's where the relationship can actually start. And I've developed oh, yeah. a lot of relationships just by using that disclaimer, believe it or not. I love it. That's yeah. a great way to reply. I, <laughs> yeah. I just tend to ignore. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, and we get so many, you know, because I, I go to my LinkedIn, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, and, and actually I have my team that also reviews. So, you know, there's a couple of different levels that, that kind of play into it. So, oh, but that's, that's great, great information, the do's and don'ts. And, you know, and you can actually go to uh, AJ's website to see the do's and don'ts. So, and listen to your podcast show, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. If you're interested in LinkedIn ads, we go real deep on the LinkedIn ads show. Oh, yeah. Oh my goodness. And we'll put that in the show notes too. So people know where to find that because there are a lot of corporations that we work with and we want to make sure they know who you are because they, they might need, you know, your services and to work with you and your team. Love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so AJ, you have over 17,500 and I don't know the exact number today, but I know you have quite a few followers on LinkedIn and that's not by accident. So can you tell someone that, you know, maybe they're at one or 2000 followers, how, how long does it take to really build and, and get that kind of a network going? Oh yeah. I, I remember at my last job, I hit 500 and I was really proud of myself for like, for getting those 500 connections. And then I didn't really pay too much attention to it. I probably had 550 or 600 by the time I left that company. But yeah. in the last six years, that's how long it's taken of just constantly sharing, providing value, trying yeah. to give way more than, than I ask. Yep. Yeah. And providing that'll value. get people, I think, to want to follow you. So uh, hopefully all you know, 17 and a half thousand of those people are, are getting a lot of value out of it, but that's really what it's taken. And then plus that recommendation that you and I talked about with, I was so tired of just getting connection requests that they didn't tell me why they wanted to connect. And so I switched it for the follow button and I'll, yeah. I'm getting a lot more followers too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's a great tip. Yeah. And I think that, you know, there are so many people that are turning, turning on to LinkedIn for a, you know, for sales, but also to build their network. And some of them are just not doing it the right way. Yeah. 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 Totally agree. Yeah. Treat every interaction like a relationship that you want to nurture forever and mm -hmm. not someone that you're just, it's not a numbers game that you want to just churn through. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. And, you know, when I think of, you know, here you are, you're, you're a dad of four and I, uh, what are the ages of your kids again? I, uh, I didn't get youngest that. just turned five yesterday Aww. and oldest goes up to 11. Oh, very sweet. And now with you, you know, I'm sure you're probably um, with COVID. Are you at home or are you in an office? Uh, yeah, I, I actually work from home all the time. I have for the past six oh, years just because yeah. like in an office environment, I'm way too social and I get distracted and <laughs> want to have conversations. So I work out of my office at home, but we do have an office that the rest of our employees work together and uh, we yeah. just keep nice and distanced. <laughs> oh yeah. Especially right now. Right. And with the kiddos though, how, how do you, you know, cause you're doing your live videos, you're doing, you know, other things and talking with clients. How do you, you know, kind of manage that when you're in your household? Uh, my wife does a really good job of when she hears the kids being loud and she knows I'm recording something, she'll yeah. like keep them calm. Uh, or, or try to tell them like, Shh, 
but uh, <laughs> I have had, I remember my uh, podcast editor told me a, a couple months ago, hey, uh, your, your kids were being like real loud during one of your episodes, but oh. just to let you know, I, I left it in because it, it's, it's authentic. People it's, are yeah, saying- Yeah, it's authentic. Yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're all in kind of this position where, not all of us probably, but most of us have been in this position where now we're working from home and we, we, uh, <laughs> we weren't set up for this. And so it, it's, you know, a little piece of that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well that, that's kind of cool. And, and, you know, kudos to your wife too, for, you know, being that champion of making sure that, you know, you can run your business and, you know, keep the kiddos, you know, busy and occupied so that you can do your work, do your best work. Yes. Yeah. And I <laughs> yeah. could not do it without her. That's for dang sure. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you talked a little bit about your podcast. Let, let's talk a little bit about your podcast. Tell our audience and let's chat about that. Yeah. I think I've always been a fan of podcasts. It's hard to say always, but I, I'm a real big fan of podcasts. I, I'm, I'm a runner. I've run for lots and lots of years. And one day I got home from a run and I was, I was like, I just listened to the same Rihanna song like for the 60th oh. time. This feels like such a waste that I'm, I'm losing this hour to an hour and a half every morning. And so I started mm-hmm. listening to audiobooks instead. And then I found, you know, audiobooks are great, but I found that podcasts are, I could get more variety. I could get more yes. like, punchy knowledge. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I subscribed to a whole bunch of podcasts about things I like. I'm always picking up new ones. I listen to them at two and a half times speed just because there's so much I want to, I, I want to get. So being a fan of the medium for a long time, I just love podcasting, but I always told myself, ah, you know what? LinkedIn ads, it's way too small of a niche to have its own show. I can't imagine there's more than 500 people worldwide who'd listen to something like that. And uh, I, I was talking to, you may know Michael Stelzner from, uh, from mm-hmm. Social Media Examiner. Yep. And uh, I was talking to him and he said, why don't you have your own show yet? And I said, well, it's, I don't think it's a big enough niche. And he's like, that's exactly why you should do it. And he, he gave <laughs> me the kick in the pants I needed. So it is actually at the b- very beginning of 2020. Uh, oh, then you started show. your podcast show too? Wow. Yeah, I think we just launched episode 41 or 42 wow. a couple days ago. Yeah. Oh my gosh, congratulations. And and you know, it's it's all about like you pointed out earlier, the value, making those connections. And once people know, you know, what you're all about and, and your heart, you know, knowing that you want to help people. And you know, granted, you're in business to make money. We all are. But I think the people need to know that, you know, service comes first and and helping and and collaborating and supporting people. Yeah. And and yeah. money is always going to follow value. So, it will. Uh, and this is something I figured out, you know, I'm a crap salesman. That's for sure. Like when you start your own company, you have to sell. And yeah. I, I've always like <laughs> issued it. I, I didn't want to be a part of it. But one thing I knew from my training as a marketer is provide value. And at some point it's going to come back and maybe not yeah. everyone will provide value back, but you do enough good and like karma comes back around. So I I think there's, it's a principle we need to live by. And Mm -hmm. even if you suck at sales, you can still, you know, sell enough to build a strong agency. Oh yeah. And authenticity, I think really, you know, when people, when they think of you, AJ Wilcox, you know, they're thinking of, oh my gosh, she's so giving on the videos that you create and, you know, how you celebrate other people. And to your point earlier where, you know, the engagement on LinkedIn is important. It's not just, you know, about putting out a post about yourself or, you know, it's about acknowledging other companies and people and shout outs. And that, that's what we do with our clients, you know, cause we, we represent speakers and, you know, we, in fact, I just put an article out earlier today, Heaven on Earth, and it's by uh, Raina Rose. And, you know, I love doing that because it really brings attention to their creativity and other people can gain just by listening or not listening, but 
you know, reading a, a quick little article that's, that's posted on LinkedIn. Yeah. And just to back up that point, I think all of us, we want to present this image like we're, we're slaying it and we're fantastic, brilliant business people because it makes our egos feel good. But yeah. no one wants to, to read and listen to someone who is obviously fake. Like the image of someone who was created by a, a marketing department, like you're not going to feel in tune with, you're not going to feel connected with. Mm-hmm. And so I think we have to be a little bit vulnerable and share stuff that doesn't make you look perfect because yes. that's the stuff that people actually will, uh, will be endeared to you for. Yes, that, that's so true. So true. And in your opinion, AJ, what is your overall spin on LinkedIn? And we've talked about its benefits, but I'd love to just kind of hear what is, what is your spin on LinkedIn? I think there are so many networks that are going to come and go. Like Facebook's kind of coming out of Vogue and Instagram and TikTok. Some point they're going to come down and something else is going to replace it. And that's kind of what happens with consumer platforms. But LinkedIn... It's always been kind of this silent hum in the background. It's it's never been noisy and flashy, but it's going to be around. Like there's nothing else like it. And I personally, I wouldn't mind if it had a competitor who was like pushing them to do better, but yeah. you know, it's a network that will always be a value. So it's worth investing in. Yes. And, and that, that is such a great point because I think it's quality driven. It's people that are invested in, you know, their companies, other people, and they, you know, I think on LinkedIn, it's, it's just so much different than Facebook where, you know, it doesn't like when I think, okay, can I post this on, on LinkedIn or should it go on Facebook? There's, I don't even go through that. I just think, you know what? This is appropriate for LinkedIn. That's appropriate for Facebook. And there's no, you know, it's, it's definitely black or white, you know, the, the way that I post and, and I'm trying to be meaningful when, you know, when I do my posts, but I'll look at other people, you know, and see what they're doing, just get some ideas. And, but I also engage a lot, you know, our company engages with, you know, a lot of other posts that are out there and including yours. I love seeing your posts too on, on LinkedIn. And it's super valuable because people love seeing the, the comments, the, um, the likes and reactions, things oh, that yeah. show like, oh, someone's paying attention. Someone like cares about what I'm doing. And that means the next time your post comes up, they're a lot more likely to like and comment themselves. And that helps your stuff get seen by more and more people. So I, yes. I love that you're out there purposely trying to contribute to the, yeah. to the community. Oh, that, yeah. Thank you. And, and that, yes. And that's something that I will always do because it's just part of my routine, you know, going on LinkedIn and, and adding value and, you know, really being engaged with, you know, with that platform. Yeah. Yeah. And the last question that I want to ask you, AJ, because I know we're running out of time, LinkedIn groups. Um, I know that there are like, I'm in probably about 15 or 20 of them where you have to go in and, you know, you have to answer some questions and make sure that you're a right fit for the group. What is your opinion on, you know, getting into some of these groups? Oh, I think groups are something I got involved in really early on. And I just, mm-hmm. I immediately saw value in them. And then Facebook groups came out and Facebook kept iterating and improving until the Facebook groups product is so good. There just isn't anything out there that's so good. And I feel like LinkedIn hasn't kept up. Yeah. The engagement. I noticed that a lot of the, you know, like one of them that I'm in is 
uh, one that I'm in is Harvard Business Review. And, you know, I'll put something in there that's an article or a, you know, a podcast. Or like, I'll put this one in there for sure. Um, and there's like 2 million members. And yeah. when you think about the engagement, though, it's like, gosh, you know, the, some of these people, it's not showing up in their feed. Uh, but is there a way that it can, you know, improve? Yeah. If someone is active, and of course, this is all up to an algorithm that, that LinkedIn doesn't tell us anything about. Yeah. But yeah. I do see group posts show up in my feed. And oh. so... What I've decided, LinkedIn did an overhaul of its groups. It's been probably almost a year ago. And they were hoping to do this big overhaul and make it valuable again so people would come back. Honestly, they kind of failed at it. It's still not an amazing product. But what they did do was make it so uh, a group that you're engaged with, if they can tell that you like what's going on in the group, then they Mm -hmm. will put it in your feed. I kind of wish they'd do it more. Um, Yeah. But yeah, yeah, if you can find a group where there's actual conversation going on, it might be, I don't know, a fifth or a tenth of the groups out there, but there's real value, stick yeah. with it and contribute because there is a ton of value. But you probably won't want to stick around in a group that's just a link dumping ground. Yeah, exactly. You know, because we would love to have engagement, you know, and, and connect with people that are a good fit for, you know, our clients or our company or things that we want to purchase, you know, maybe products that, you know, that we're looking to you know, whether it's marketing or who knows, who knows what, whatever they're marketing out there. Well, AJ, this has been so much fun and you've offered a ton of value for our audience. And is there one last thing that you want to kind of mention that maybe you didn't get to mention, maybe an opportunity where you want to share with our audience something that you're offering? I mean, if you're interested in LinkedIn ads, definitely check out the podcast. We also have a course on LinkedIn learning. Like it used to be lynda.com. And of course, because it's LinkedIn learning, it's ultra cheap. I think it's like 25 bucks or something, unless you have a premium version of LinkedIn, then it's free. So that's a great course to check out as well. Oh, good, good. Okay. So, and we'll put the link in the show notes too, to make sure that people know. Definitely. Well, thank you, AJ, again. And we want to thank our audience for tuning in today to Speaker Central. Uh, We had AJ Wilcox on our show today and check him out on LinkedIn. We'll put all the links in into the show notes. Um, And to our audience, check back with us. We've got episodes coming that are going to be amazing, just like this one. And we look forward to seeing you next time. And Shelly, thanks so much for the podcast. I'm I'm a subscriber and a fan. Awesome. just super delighted to be here. Oh, thanks so much, AJ. It's been a pleasure. And and thank you so much for adding so much value. It, it was Anytime. fun. <laughs> yes, definitely. We're connected now for sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks so much. Bye, everyone. Bye. Hey there. Did you enjoy the episode? If you did, subscribe to Speaker Central.